Hi everybody, it's Sarah Benincasa. Welcome to another episode of Social Anxiety Variety Hour. It's been a while since I recorded an episode, and in fact I tried to record this episode, and to my great amusement I realized after about a minute that it had simply stopped recording. Now I have a computer that is, I believe this laptop you know, I'm not sure, but I think it's from the year of our Lord 2014 or 2015. So here I am about to record an episode about perfectionism and how it sometimes keeps me from doing things. And you hear the chimes in the background, probably from my cat opening the curtain. You may hear at some point the refrigerator kick back on, even though I lower or I raised the temperature because I can't unplug the fridge without moving it out. Um, You may hear sounds of the street. I live in Brooklyn, New York City. You may hear sounds of the street. You may hear the elevator. I live in an apartment. Maybe somebody will be doing laundry outside my door. Laundry machines are in a uh, closet in the hallway. And thank God they're free. I'm so lucky. You may hear that. (laughs) So to be thinking about all these things and, and at the same time gazing up at a, at a window where I see it's quite uh, dirty from the outside, not from the inside, but from the outside thinking, Oh, I need to clean that window. Do I have do I have something, can I sort of rig up a mop that can make that happen or a squeegee situation that can make that happen? Oh, I've got my ladder. I can use that. All these things going on at once as I look around judging myself for having an apartment that's messy right now. And I'm thinking about all those things and I'm trying to record the podcast and I took my first crack at it and it simply, this computer from, from I, I believe the second Obama administration well, I think it's it's going on the fritz. I think it's finally decided it's time for a new computer one of these days. But anyway, I started over and here I am. And I want to talk to you about perfectionism today. I find that perfectionism keeps me from a lot of things. It keeps me from just doing a podcast that's good enough. It keeps me from going to an exercise class where I might not be totally up and up on all the techniques, all the things we're doing. It keeps me from, I think, sometimes walking to visit a 12-step meeting a, a little late out of embarrassment. Oh, no. Oh, no. What if people look at me? Well, yeah, they will. It happens. Some people will. Some people won't care. You'll go and find your seat and sit down, Sarah. It's all right. I know that a lot of us, I would bet the majority of you, you beautiful listeners, are familiar with perfectionism. Perfectionism does not mean that when we do something, we do it perfectly. Oh, no. It means that sometimes we keep ourselves from doing things at all. And when we do do them, and inevitably they are imperfect, we beat ourselves up. So here I am about to take a sip of cold brew coffee. And yeah, I put Trader Joe's pumpkin spice in there and mixed it up. From this, this 
mug that I don't know where I got it from. I wish I remembered. It's beautiful. Probably some she-she adorable little store in Silver Lake that's not there anymore. Um, but uh, it's it's got a sun drawn on it. We're out of Leo season. We're into Virgo season. But the sun still shines in the sky. And I'm going to take a sip of this. I invite you to take a deep breath for yourself, if that's available to you, while I take a sip of this cafe. All right. Look, I woke up late today. I did something yesterday that was really wonderful that will be in a future episode I'm going to talk about in a future episode, which is about um, social anxiety and museums. Uh, I went to the museum. Plot twist. Uh, managing anxiety when you're, you're in a museum. I'm going to talk about that and the benefits of trying anyway. Um, but here I am. Now I have a morning routine and I got up at two thirty today, which is a luxury afforded me by not having children or, um, an elder, uh, for whom I give care at this time. And what does that mean? Well, it means I slept really late because yesterday was beautiful. I had a beautiful time with my mother, but took a lot out of me. Um, being around lots of people can take a lot out of you. So I slept really late. And here I am, sitting, talking to you now. I didn't do my morning routine. What What was my day supposed to be? By the way, my cat is um, going after bugs. And I hope you enjoy the sound of wind chimes sometimes. Because I've got them inside my house. Because I don't want to annoy my neighbors because I don't want anybody to not like me, ever. (laughs) How ridiculous to choose a career as a writer, as a podcaster, (laughs) and be like, I don't want anybody to not like me. Well, that's inevitable. But at least in my space, in my home, I can try and be respectful, right? So anyway, Um, my usual, what I thought I would do on this Sunday, my loves, was to wake up at a reasonable hour in the a.m., meditate. I like to meditate every day. Pray. Sometimes I get on my knees and pray. Sometimes I just pray sitting down. Sometimes I'm laying in bed praying. Sometimes I'm walking praying. (sighs) Um, Do a meeting online with my recovery people and go for a beautiful walk in my beautiful neighborhood that I'm so grateful to be in. Clean. Throw out lots of excess stuff. Get this place in shape. You know, make it look respectable. And of those things, I have... Well, I've gotten up. I put on clothing. Fed my cat. Attempted a podcast. And now here I am. What in your life do you think... It might be nice to just do imperfectly. Hmm. What are you keeping yourself from that it might be really nice to just try? Even if you're not great at it. Even if the sound quality, the air quality, the light quality isn't perfect. Even if you hear a cat eating food in the background. What would it behoove you to do imperfectly? I wonder. I don't know you. I might know you personally, some of you listening. 
but right now I am speaking to myself, but also speaking out into the ether, into uh, into the world, into the abyss, into the great wide open. So I'm speaking to the theoretical you, in a way, but I'm also speaking to somebody real, somebody who's out there. This podcast is not a profitable business, although I greatly appreciate the patrons, patreon.com slash Casa. I love you. I appreciate you. I owe some of you shout outs on this very podcast. You help me, I mean, you help me to make the art that I want to make and to offer this stuff up. Um, because a podcast requires equipment, requires a, um, seems like I'm going to be investing in a new computer soon since this one has started to just kind of quit randomly. And so patreon.com slash Sarah Benincasa is where you can get four audio letters per month. It's the audio letter is the title of my patrons only podcast. I feel like that makes it sound sexier than it is. Um, you also get four issues of serotonin, my newsletter per month, which has recommendations for things I think you might like. It's got um, some mental health tips and tricks I've picked up or that I'm experimenting with. It will soon have interviews with other people, which is cool. I've interviewed Mari Naomi, who's a fantastic comics artist. I've interviewed Jeff Rickley, a friend of mine who is, um, Mari's a friend of mine too. Jeff is the lead singer of the band Thursday and is now an author and a wonderful, wonderful person who, who I first met when I was a teenager, which is wild. Because my um, high school boyfriend was in the band at the time. And um, a couple high school friends of mine who are still in that band. And my buddy Norman Brannon plays with them a lot. But anyway, uh, that is uh, neither here nor there. Can I sing any of their songs by heart? No. <laughs> sometimes sometimes the, the beauty of art, maybe some of you have found this with the beauty of sport or even, I don't know, local, local leadership nonprofit that you love fuck even your local town council if you got a good one like the beauty sometimes of connecting your local community garden like connecting to these these groups these things these little gatherings of these little bands of people sometimes literally little bands of people trying to make something beautiful together is that sometimes you just make real friends out of it even if like you're not a community garden volunteer <laughs> You might just mosey on by and be like, oh, what's up with those tomatoes? They look good. Bing, bang, boom. You know, fucking 25 years later, you've got some buddies. I don't know, man. Life is wild. But anyway, so Mari and Jeff are two of the people that I have answers back from that I've done interviews with. But I've also um, reached out to a number of other people who, I, who I'm intrigued by, who I love, like, or I'm simply curious about. So that'll be in serotonin as well. Anyway. You can support all that on Patreon and get free, not free, but you get four extra little podcast episodes per month on Patreon. I am way more reliable about those than about this podcast. Patreon.com slash Sarah Benincasa. Also, by the way, if you just want serotonin, sarahjbenincasa.substack.com. If you just want the newsletter, you don't want an extra podcast, you don't want, you know, the other stuff, go for it. 
But if you become a paid subscriber on Substack, you also get those two extra posts per month. Anyway, Patreon is like the whole kit and caboodle. You get the audio, you get the, sometimes you get video, you get, sometimes you get photos other people don't get, stuff like that. Um, tarot readings, if you're at a certain level, if you're at the $30 a month and up level on Patreon, you get a tarot reading. You can just do it for one month and then lower it back down to like $1 a month, whatever. Um, that's Patreon, patreon.com slash Sarah Benincasa. If you just want the text stuff, Sarah J. Benincasa.substack.com. Also, I started freelancing for Wonket again, which I love. I love Wonket. So you can see my writing over there. All right. And I have a full-time fucking job. I'm trying to date. <laughs> so live, laugh, love. Anyway, perfectionism. Oy, does that come up for a lot of us? You know, I am curious if you're a Patreon um, commenter, if you're a Patreon member or a paid Substack subscriber, you can comment on um, Substack and uh, you got to pay to play, baby. I don't know. Sometimes I open the comments up to everybody. It just depends. But those would be places to comment if you are curious, uh, want to talk more about this concept of perfectionism what you've done to deal with it. I don't know that it's, see, the impulse to be great and to do great things or, or to be good, that these are not, these are to, the impulse to be excellent, the desire to be excellent. That's not bad. But when it gets in the way of offering things to the world that could help people, then yeah. I mean, let's say that you watch YouTube videos about painting. You're Bob Ross, for example. No, but other people. You watch YouTube videos about painting, how to paint, and you just love it. You find them soothing, relaxing. It's beautiful. It's magical. Maybe you watch YouTube videos. Maybe you watch you watch documentaries about artists. You think, wow, that's so amazing. Now, it is wonderful to just enjoy and appreciate artists and art and what they do. It's fantastic. But love a siren in the background. Hope you caught that. But what if you you start watching these videos, reading these books, listening to these audiobooks, listening to podcasts, going to museums, looking at great paintings, and you just it brings you so much joy and that's enough. Holy shit, that's enough. God bless. Goddess bless. Charles Darwin bless. But what if you feel within you this desire to make a painting? of your own. And maybe you even are motivated by your love for somebody, your affection for them, your pride in them. You want to make them something beautiful. You want to paint a flower that they like. You want to paint a dog, whatever. You want to paint them. Let's make it about a flower. All right. You want to paint their favorite flowers. And then you don't let yourself do it because you think, oh, it would suck. They'd be embarrassed. What if they framed it and put it up and people came into their home and said, oh, your cousin sucks at painting. Oh, your daughter sucks at painting. Oh, your your lover sucks at painting. Oh, your mom sucks at painting. That's so embarrassing. What if you start thinking like that? Then you're not even going to do it. And not only have you denied yourself the joy and excitement of doing that, you've also denied this person the potential of feeling this sweetness I mean, I, right now, I have a painting in my home that used to hang in my grandmother's home. One of her cousins did it. Um, it's a copy of 
some painting of a lady with some ducks. <laughs> I should know what it is. I used to and I forgot. All right, is it great? No. No, but I like the frame. I like the colors. And I love knowing it was in my grandmother's home. And I love knowing that she had a cousin who was artistic. These working class people who didn't get to go to art school, who didn't run away to struggle and and try and make it on their own in the streets of some city where there was a big old art, burgeoning art movement. These like, I, I think this woman was just like a quiet lady who I don't think she ever got married. Um, I, I remember her and her sister being elderly and lovely people. I think they were just these, you know, people who went about their business and one of them liked to paint. So she did. Maybe it's fucking paint my numbers. I don't know. You know, I used to live in this home in Bed-Stuy years ago. It was like 2006. I used to live in this home in the Bedford-Stuyvesant neighborhood of Brooklyn with my friend um, Maya, who's a fantastic artist now. She's uh, Her people are Colombian and Hungarian, and she speaks, she speaks Spanish, but I think she's learned some Hungarian too. She's been working on this incredible film for years. I remember when she, 20 years ago, she was just starting to work on sketching it out, figuring it out about her grandmother's, um, her grandmother and great-grandmother and their escape from the Holocaust. And she's this extraordinary person. I mean, exploding with creativity, Maya Erdely Perez, she um, lives in Boston and she's a professor now. Okay. But this is like after we both did the AmeriCorps program together in the Southwest and we both happened to be in New York. I was going to grad school from a master's in teaching at Columbia. Maya, Maya had, I think Maya at that point had done her master's in teaching of art. I did teaching of English. She did teaching of art. She did her master's at Harvard. She came back to New York and was working. I forget what she was doing. Teaching artist, maybe. And then um, our friend, someone who became a friend, Alex, who, Alexandra, who's so talented, a filmmaker, um, doing extraordinary work, you know, um, and I forget what she was working on at the time, but just this gorgeous girl. So it sounds like, it sounds like some old joke, like... I don't even know, like, what? who would make this joke? Like an olden times person being like, all right, so you got this gorgeous black documentary filmmaker, this gorgeous uh, Hungarian-Colombian creative animator, artist, future professor, and then this Irish-Italian broad from Jersey, and they're living in a haunted brownstone in Bedford-Stuyvesant. I don't know what's going on. And it's full of paint-by-numbers paintings. We're living in this brownstone that was beautiful. A, a little dilapidated, but like, you know, we were doing a good job and the owner was doing th their best to keep it up. And um, it housed. The only thing we weren't allowed to do in terms of decorating, I mean, we couldn't repaint or anything like that. And it, and it looked beautiful. But thing we, it, it wasn't like what you'd call like a flipped house, you know? Or anything like that, a gentrified house that was redone or something like that. Like, I, I don't know, I'm not using gentrified correctly there. But but um, it was on the same block where, if you've ever seen Chappelle's Block Party, directed by Michel Gondry, 
was on the same block where that was filmed. So we're living there, and it's um, which is where Christopher Wallace, notorious B.I.G., went to nursery school. The Head Start. It was a Head Start by the time we were there. I'm not sure if it was when he was a kid. And uh, the Salvation Army's right there. The Broken Angel House, I believe it was called, was there at the time. Now it's luxury condos um, with these very eccentric owners who had built, just built and built and built on top more and more this wacky tower of stained glass and angel motifs. And, and it smelled kind of like cats because uh, they had cats. And so Maya had to like walk across the street from it. It was hard for her because she's allergic to cats. All right, anyway, telling you all these stories. So... So there we are, these girls, you know, all like um, going to school or working. I was going to school. Um, I was finishing my degree at Columbia and I was I was teaching. I think I was student teaching in the Bronx at that time. And so there we are, this triad of, of ladies who some of us had not known. each. Uh, we hadn't known Alex before. She was so patient with us. Oh, my gosh. I, I need to. She deserves an award. Um, just such weirdos that we were. Uh, and so there we are. And we are living in this place. And it's full of paint-by-numbers paintings. It's full of paint-by-numbers paintings. And why? They were not by us. They were by somebody who had been, I guess, a dear friend of, of the owner. Um, and that person had passed away. I think it was an older gay gentleman who I believe had passed away and left among other things to the owner of this place, this extraordinary collection of paint by numbers paintings. I don't think that the gentleman had done any of it himself. I I don't think he had made any of it himself. He had collected them over the years. And um, just like, there they were, and they were, I mean, hundreds, I think, on the wall. Um, uh, Alex Stapleton, by the way, is uh, is Alex's name. I, I don't think she or Maya would bother would be bothered by me talking about this. I mean, listen, I'm just talking about how hot these broads are. Whoo! Talented babes. I was so scattered. I mean, living with me at that time, I can't imagine. God bless. And God bless Amy, who lived with me at that time. My friend Amy, who I love, who on the Upper West Side, Francesco, my boyfriend at the time who lived with me, Francesco Marciliano, wonderful author, fantastic person. We are friends to this day. It's many years later. He um, he writes uh, a really he wrote a book called If I Could <laughs> If I Could Pee on This or I Could Pee on This and Other Poems by Cats. I'm going all over the place here, but you know what? We're talking about perfectionism and how we don't need to worry about being perfectionists, right? Let me look at what Ches, his nickname is Ches, Francesco. Um, let me look at what his next book is. I'm just commenting that he put up a thirst trap, which he, like, will be embarrassed by. Um, wonderful guy. Okay. Is he single? I don't know. If he is, you should marry him. He's lovely. Uh, what is this next book called? Even as I'm saying this, I'm like, how lucky am I that I've gotten to know such wonderful artists who I admire so much? Okay, his next book is called Oh, It's You, Love Poems by Cats. Yeah, and the number one New York Times bestselling book, I Could Pee on This and Other Poems by Cats and a bunch of other stuff. Anyway, Chess is fucking great. So, 
I'm sure I was just really, I mean, come on, active alcoholic in her 20s being, I always tried to be polite and compassionate, but being a sober perfectionist, yikes, working a program where you got to look back at the wreckage of your past, hoo boy, not always fun. Anyway, so me and Maya and Alex are living in this place. And Alex was so responsible. Oh, God, she was such a, she was, what a mature person she was. She was like, we were like all around the same age, but anyway. Um, so it's filled with these, my numbers paintings. So there I am. I'll put a photo from this era um, in, and I'll ask Alex and Maya if they have photos. I'll do that in an upcoming, ep, or not episode, um, excuse me, um, issue of serotonin. SarahJMenengasa.substack.com. Um, <laughs> patreon.com slash Sarah Benicasa. But uh, you gotta see it. I mean, people would come into this place and be just blown away by how bananas it looked. They really <laughs> would. Oh my goodness. It was amazing. But the who th- these were paint by numbers paintings by, and, and apparently the world's largest collection of vintage paint by numbers paintings. The, the people who made these, they didn't, I don't think they worried about perfection. I mean, what's perfect about that? What's perfect about, I mean, my God, what's perfect about that? Nothing. Ah. And yet, we're surrounded by, we were surrounded, I reflect on it now, we were surrounded by art, by people who did it because they loved it. Nobody in the 20s or 30s or 40s or 50s or 60s or 70s or at any point, I think, was doing paint-by-numbers paintings, some of which were of spooky clowns thinking, wow, this is my pathway to the gallery world. No, they just did it. So there I was in my 20s with examples of perfectionism and or not needing to be perfect all around. What a gift. If you want to know more about these ladies I'm talking about, let me tell you about what Alex has going on. Alex Stapleton. Baseball legend Reggie Jackson shares his story in first teaser for documentary Reggie. Now, this is a documentary, okay? It is okay for me to talk about it. It's a documentary. It's not something... I'm, I'm in SAG-AFTRA and I'm in the WGA. We are on strike. I'm not promoting my own stuff, okay? I'm just saying that. Just saying that because we're not supposed to. But I think we are absolutely... Oh, my God. Alex is in Alexandria. Ugh. I'm so... I just think of her as Alex. All right. Described as the definitive first-hand account of the five-time World Series champion, beloved New York icon, and one of baseball's most influential superstars, Reggie, premiered March 20th on A Place You Can Find It. And it was directed by Emmy-winning filmmaker Alexandria Stapleton. So, yeah, she does great stuff. L.A., Houston, New York, all over the place. She's cool. Then we got Maya. So Maya is... Maya Illusion Erdelyi. So M-A-Y-A-I-L-L-U-S-Y. Wait, okay. I'm talking about Instagram, by the way. <sighs> you can Google Alex Stapleton and, you know, look at look at Alex's films. Okay, Maya, Maya on Instagram. M-A-Y-A-I-L-L-U-S-I-O-N-E-R-D-E-L-Y-I. Maya Illusion Erdelyi. Erdelyi. Um, 
If you are interested in her film, she's working on about her heritage, her grandmother, a World War II refugee and matriarch. That is on Yuka film. So on Instagram, it's A-N-Y-U-K-A film. A-N-Y-U-K-A-F-I-L-M. Okay? I'll put this in show notes. Man, am I so lucky that... I'm so... I'm just feeling really lucky right now that you're all listening. Like, wow. Like, I don't know. I feel really grateful. I, I don't know why. I just got this sort of surge of, like, love in this episode about perfectionism. But... I kind of did. I just got to be honest. That's dorky. But, oh, man. Feel free to share in the comments of the next issue of Serotonin. The next issue. I'll, I'll put a prompt in there. Or the comments um, of the next issue of Serotonin, which will be on, I'll link to it on Patreon and on Substack. Um, if you're a paid subscriber to either place, Pop on into those comments and and share with me how you deal with your own perfectionism. How about that? If you have it. If you have it. Because, I don't know, I'm looking around at this messy fucking place and I'm like, all right, I feel better. I got to talk to them about perfectionism. (laughs) I'm on Instagram at Sarah J. Benincasa, sarahjbenincasa.substack.com patreon.com slash Sarah Benincasa. It's how I pay the bills. I mean, I have a full-time job. I'm just saying like, it's how I pay for, oh my gosh, a lot of things that contribute to my art, like utilities. And, you know, you know, it's good to have Wi-Fi if you have a podcast and the hosting of the podcast, um, upgrading material, you know, upgrading stuff. Um, oh gosh, printer paper, printer ink, um, film, for my little cameras that I have. I'm always like trying some new experimental kind of thing. P.S. I'm talking about instant cameras. Let's not get too excited. Um, you know, bill for my phone. I use my phone to, to make some of the art that I share. Mm, I'm feeling like it's going to be time soon for some other kind of experimental thing. Hmm. I paid my friend um, M.K. Comins to do the artwork for this uh, for this podcast. Um, my buddy Robert Hack, who's amazing. I've done two collaborative projects with him so far, I think, for this, for for Patreon and beyond, uh, I think. I think we've done two. We need to do more. We keep talking about trying to develop a comic book together, which I would love to do with him. But he's so slammed doing, like, all kinds of actual well-paid, I mean, presumably well-paid work. You know, we pay, I pay him because of you all, because of the Patreon folks. Not all you. You're not all Patreon folks. That's okay. I subscribe and unsubscribe to things over time. and But, um, yeah, it, it, uh, man, I'm just really fortunate. Anyway, sap, sappy, loving ending to all of you. If you're on Blue Sky, Blue Sky Social, I'm um, Sarah J. Benincasa on there. Um, anyway, also, uh, what else, what else? If you are a queer person who wants to get off Twitter... Look, I can't prove that you're queer, so there's not going to be any litmus test for this. But, you know, I know a lot of queer people who've who've gotten a lot of harassment and pain over on Twitter, a.k.a. X. 
I have, I've been putting it out there on some of my social platforms, but I've got some codes to Blue Sky Social if you're interested. It's got its own problems, but uh, there are a lot of good folks on there. I like a lot of what's happening. Um, I'm not on threads. My buddy Shauna, who used to work at Twitter, said that she prefers what Threads is doing in terms of security measures to Blue Sky. So whatever. You know, it's all addictive potentially and not great. But I have found that I'm able to be on Blue Sky without being addicted to it and using it in specific ways. Um, I feel the same way about Instagram, actually. So... Yeah. All right. I'm going to be releasing. I'm, I'm doing like a bunch of recordings today, so I'll be releasing more episodes soon. I love you. I like you. I appreciate you. If you are interested in working with me, um, whether it's hiring me to speak about creativity, about mental health, um, you can email work with Sarah Benincasa at Gmail. I can direct you to my speaking agents. Um, if you want to work with me directly, to uh if you want a coach if you want a public speaking coach or if you want somebody who can coach you um with writing i've been an accountability buddy for people i have been an editor for people i'm about to start get cracking on um, looking at someone's novel outline and their first few chapters um i work with people on price you know i i I charge probably less than what I could, but uh, more than a pittance. So work with sarahbenincasa at gmail.com. And, you know, sarahbenincasa.com is a good place, too, to find stuff. Anyway, remember, please share in the next issue of Serotonin on Patreon or on Substack in the comments. I'll be prompting folks to talk about perfectionism and how they deal with it. All right. I love you. Uh, Yeah, please subscribe to this podcast. Uh, It comes out when I feel like it. So that's cool. Okay, you're great. Bye.